Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 5 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q&A series where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. This week we're looking at question that dives deeper into just one specific verse, actually. So the last couple Q&As have been more kind of topical of dealing with various topics, but this one is a question from a specific verse, a specific passage here of Scripture. And so we're going to be taking a look at Philippians 3.17, which states, Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. The question that was submitted was, in Philippians 3.17, Paul says to imitate him. Can you explain this? Why would he say to imitate himself and not Christ? And so that's a good question here. And then that's something that we're going to dive deep into. And I think this is an, an important question to think about because I think we can draw a few different kind of principles and applications uh, that relate to answering this question, okay? And so that's where I think this is a significant thing for us to talk through, and hopefully you'll be uh, encouraged as well as actually even challenged uh, through this podcast, okay? So really the first kind of thing I want to bring up here as a principle to draw out is that this answering this question actually impacts how we kind of view studying the Bible, and specifically like this idea of hermeneutics. And so that's really just the kind of fancy word for studying the Bible. And so um, one of the principles of hermeneutics and studying the Bible, and what I kind of describe it as is that no verse is an island, okay? And what I mean by that is there's always a context to passages, Okay, no verse should be understood in isolation of itself. It is not an island unto itself. Okay, that's really what that means. And because when when we do that, that's where we can get into trouble, right? Where we kind of draw conclusions just from one verse and we ignore the rest of scripture and uh, how the rest of scripture maybe gives insight into that passage. And so uh, we have to understand that no verse is an island. And so we need to understand a passage a verse within its context okay and so that's what we're going to look at today and so that's an important concept for us to understand because again we're going to see how that impacts this specific example but again can be something that will help us into the future as well so when we think of the context of passages you have kind of this range where you have kind of the immediate context which is like the surrounding verses then you have like the book context of the the rest of the book that you're in. So in this case, it'd be like all of Philippians. And then even you broaden it, you keep broadening out to the context of uh, the writings of Paul, uh, the context of scripture as a whole, okay? And so you have kind of these different circles of surrounding context, I guess you can say. And so for our question here, uh, we're going to first take a look at this immediate context, okay? And just see if we can glean some insight here to see, yeah, how can Paul make this statement to follow him? And why does he say that instead of imitating Christ? And so even in the context, though, we see like 
Paul is not saying this from a place of pride or a place of arrogance, or he's not trying to put himself on a pedestal here. And we know that because in the previous verses, kind of 12 to 16 here of chapter 3 of Philippians, Paul talks about how he is not perfect, okay, that he is still striving forward, right? He said, like, essentially he tells the Philippians he hasn't arrived in a sense, okay? Uh, Like, he talks about verse 13, like, he has not made it his own, like, kind of that uh, resurrection from the dead, like he has not achieved all that, uh, is not made his own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. And he presses on toward the goal of the prize of the upper call of God. And so he's continually moving forward. He understands like, I'm not perfect. I haven't arrived. I'm still working out, being sanctified, pursuing that end goal of yeah, like the resurrection from the dead of like eternal life and pursuing that. And, and he's not there yet. Okay. So he understands he has not arrived. So again, so I think even in this context, he understands like he's not putting himself as like, oh man, look at me. I'm the epitome of perfection. Follow me, right? Like that's not what he's getting at. But then we also see the reason why we understand he's not kind of putting himself on just a pedestal here is the rest of verse 17, okay? He says, brothers, join in imitating me. So that's kind of the, that's a phrase that we have the question about here. And then he says, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. So Paul is not limiting this example, this imitation to just himself, okay? Um, He is also telling the Philippians, hey, keep your eyes on those who walk according to the the example you have in us. So other kind of mature believers. And so he is broadening this, not to just imitating himself, but imitating other mature believers, following their example. Okay. And so there is, it is not pride here in Paul being able to say this. Okay. And so that's kind of the immediate context where we just think about just in the specific example of how that kind of addresses this passage here. But let's kind of broaden it out. And I think as we broaden it out, we get a better answer to the specific question of why would Paul say imitate himself and not Christ? And we see kind of a passage that sheds a lot of light on this that I think is very significant is 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. And so in that verse, Paul simply states, be imitators of me. So again, a similar concept of being an imitator of Paul, and this time talking to the Corinthians, not just Philippians. So he says, be imitators of me, but then he follows it up with, as I am of Christ. So he says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And so I think that's where the significance lies here, and especially in our question of why Paul can say imitate himself and not Christ, because in Paul's mind, he is striving to imitate Christ. And so if he is striving to imitate Christ, if you are imitating him, then you are what? Imitating Christ, like kind of living that out. And so essentially I think he limits to that imitation of follow his example insofar as he is following the example of Christ. Okay, and that's really, I think, what Paul is getting at here, right? Like, he doesn't want them to follow him in all his 
sinful tendencies or other things like that, right? Like he wants him to follow him insofar as he is following Christ, as he is imitating Christ, they are to follow him as well, okay? And so, and part of like how this works, right? I think this is just how God has somewhat instituted um, the life of the church and life of believers and just even in general, right? Like as humans, I think we tend to uh, like to have models for us, right? Like an example to follow, uh, a mentor who can kind of take us on their wing and kind of show us the way, okay? And that's really, I think, how Paul viewed part of his role was not just one of teacher, which he was, he taught like the Corinthians and the Philippians uh, various truths and taught them a lot of things, but he was also a model to them. He was also an example to them. So of what that actually looked like to live out the Christian life. And so we see that was part of his role, right? We see that with the church in Corinth, the church in Philippi, the church in Thessalonica. Like he was always, there's these contexts of he was an example to them of how to practically live out some of these truths he was teaching. And I think that's just also what how God has designed it, right? Like he's designed this uh, to where mature believers can be models or examples to others. Okay. And we see that even uh, just like leadership today, like even today, first uh, Peter five talks about how the elders of a church are supposed to be examples to the flock. So they are supposed to live in a way that is an example that when people look at their life, they would be able to see like, oh, that's how a Christian ought to live. Okay. And so God gives us fellow believers and more mature believers uh, to serve as an example of how to practically live out the Christian faith. And so Paul, uh, he continually points people to Christ. He wants them to live for Christ, but he in his life shows kind of how to practically do that. Okay. And so that's why he can say, imitate me. Okay. Because he is striving to live faithfully as the Christian life, live that out. And so the Philippians, uh, if they do that, they're going to be essentially, again, seeking to imitate Christ as well. Because Paul is seeking to imitate Christ. And so it's this kind of chain reaction here. And again, I think that helps us, right? Because even as we have mature believers, we get to see like, yeah, how, how do I respond when like... I mess up or sin or fall short, right? Because yes, we have the example of Christ. That is like the ultimate standard. That is the standard of perfection. Okay. But then we have also the example of other believers where we can see, Hey, what does this look like when you do fall short of God's standard of perfection? What, what does this look like when, uh, they, they have wronged someone and how do they respond to that or, and, and different things. And so we get this further insight, this example uh, of those around us. And so I think that's why God has designed the Christian life, part of it to be lived in community, right? So that we have these fellow believers that can be an example to us. Okay. And so hopefully that kind of generally answers that, that question. Okay. So Paul again, is not just wanting to make like little Pauls, right? He's not trying to make little followers just to himself because ultimately he has the perspective of 
No, I'm following Christ. And so if you follow me, you're also following Christ. But we need to also be on the lookout for not taking this to a point that it was never meant to be. And that's exactly what happened even in Corinth. Okay, where 1 Corinthians 1, Paul calls out the Corinthians because of the divisions they had in the church. Because what? They were saying, well, I follow Paul. I follow Paulus. I follow Cephas. I follow Jesus, right? Like, and Paul's like, wait, what are you doing? Okay, that like, you're ultimately following Christ. Okay, like he even asked, like, was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? No, like it was Christ is the one. Jesus is the one who has died for you. He is the ultimate end goal of all of this, okay? And so even in Paul's mind, so you even have that caution there of that, again, gives insight into what he's doing here in Philippians. He is not wanting them to just say like, yeah, just be exactly like me and nothing else, right? Like he's, no, it's imitate him insofar as he is imitating Jesus, okay? And so 1 Corinthians 11.1 gives us that insight. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 uh, gives us kind of the, what happens when that's taken too far or in a place it was never supposed to be. And so we understand that, yeah, like the idea here is pointing people to Jesus, right? Pointing people, leading them as an example to Christ, okay? And that's really what's going on here. So when we think about um, the examples that we're following, okay, even if we think of exampling the following of mature believers today, our goal in that is to follow them insofar as they are following Christ. It is, again, not, oh, I'm just going to be exactly like this person, okay? And people can do that with even pastors today, where they can think like, oh, man, I really respect that person. I'm going to be like exactly like them. But that's not the goal, right? The goal is to be like Christ. And so we follow people and we can learn from their examples Again, insofar as they are following and imitating Christ. And so hopefully we see that distinction here. And so that's, again, really the heart, I think, of what Paul is getting at here. Is, again, not just following him or imitating him as the end goal, but rather imitating him with the end goal of imitating Christ. Because that is what he is striving to do. And so they would be doing that in the process. And this is really how the Christian life should function, right? Like is this, it's this continual cycle here of you have people who teach and lead as an example, and then people will learn and grow. And then eventually they will be the ones being an example in the future, right? As they become more mature. And so kind of the challenge here is we kind of wrap up here this episode. I think this is a fitting challenge as we think of our lives of just, are you an example to follow? Are you starting to live in a way that you could tell someone, hey, follow me as I follow Christ? Okay? And again, that can be a scary thing. I think we hopefully don't say that lightly of just, oh yeah, follow me as I follow Christ, right? But like, again, but hopefully we would be living in such a way that we would be an example to those around us of what the Christian life looks like of what following Christ looks like, of what seeking to imitate Christ looks like. Okay, hopefully we would be doing that. And so, are you an example to follow? And what's interesting, this passage in Philippians, as Paul talks about this, 
he also gives the flip side in the following verses, like verses 18 and 19. He talks about kind of those who are not an example to follow. Like he says, hey, watch out for these people. So imitate us, but then watch out for them. And so there is that reality of there's the good and bad examples. And so to a certain extent, like you're going to be an example whether you recognize it or not. And so what kind of example are you? Are you an example to follow? Or are you an example to kind of avoid? And so that's a kind of weighty question for us to consider and just, again, coming down to the practical level of all this of hopefully we can examine our own lives to see, yeah, how am I living? Am I living in such a way that I point people to Christ in how I live? And if they follow my life, they would be seeking to imitate Christ. Or if someone was to follow my life, they would be, I don't know, uh, living uh, not according to Christ, uh, not in a way that they should be. And so, so what is that example? Okay. And so again, I think that's a fitting question or to ask here as we wrap up uh, this uh, Q&A here for today. But again, great question as we think through Philippians 3.17. Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that clarifies uh, Paul's desire here. Again, not one, just as we kind of wrap up here, not one of pride or exalting himself, but rather as we embrace and look at the context of Scripture as a whole, we see Paul's desire is he wants people to imitate him insofar as he is imitating Christ. Okay, and that's what it comes down to. And so again, hopefully that sheds some light on this, challenges us as we think of our own lives, of whether we're an example or not, and hopefully we can grow from all this. And so they'll wrap us up here for uh, this Q&A and look forward to uh, answering some more questions here in the near future. So we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.